0: Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.
1: Donna Dort. Donna Dort. Donna Dort. This is Lee Dort, and I'm Donna Dunk. I'm
2: Josh Giddy and I'm down
1: to
3: dunk. Hey, this is Kenny Hustle and I'm down to dunk. I'm Darius Basley and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscala and I'm down to dunk. This is Pokey and I'm down to dunk. I love cereal. Captain Crunch, cinnamon toast crunch,
4: cracklin' oat bran. Oh, I can have these. I'm gonna share with my team, but I'm a hog most.
3: This is you,
5: man. Ah! <laughs> 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 Good morning and welcome to episode one. One. Four of Down to Dunk. You can find us on The Athletic and anywhere else you subscribe to your podcast. Go to theathletic.com backslash down to dunk and get The Athletic for $1 a month for six months. I am Luke. Join this morning my Andrew. Like I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Woo!
3: Slam through. Taylor.
1: Futures made of <laughs> virtual insanity <laughs> now always seem to be governed by this love we have <laughs> a useless <laughs> twisting, <laughs> our new technology. Oh, now there is no sound. Uh, Slap throw. <laughs> oh, Jay. Thanks, look.
5: Right on time, baby. (laughs) That's a great song. That's such a good song. Man, he's sliding around that room. Oh, yeah. How do they do it? They still don't know.
1: Uh, Virtual technology. I mean, virtual.
3: Wow. Shout out to Miguel De Vella who is uh, listening from the Philippines. It's evening there. Morning here. Evening there. And uh, OKC Thunder. I did.
4: You just couldn't hear it because.
3: He did. did. Yeah. It's Jane. He did. My also, uh, someone named OKC Thunder, which could be the whole Thunder team, says good afternoon from Greece. So, um, Dang.
1: Why are they in Greece? Who are they scouting?
3: Poku's stepbrother.
1: Or Giannis,
3: the lost <laughs> no, Giannis brother. No, don't do it. No. All right. No Thunder news that has not been covered has happened. Yes. <laughs> we do have the 12th pick, which we haven't talked about in the show that happened. Shaden Sharp. Shaden Sharp, which is we officially
4: in the NBA we preemptively
3: draft. talked about it last week, and it was correct. It just never made sense for him to go back to Kentucky.
4: What nobody ever has this opportunity on the horizon and says, you know what, one more year of college. Let me delay it for. <laughs> I could be a top, top five, five <laughs> seven pick right now, or I could go play for Kentucky and, and underachieve.
3: And maybe, yeah, maybe he is not good. Like, there's the possibility that he's not good. He's not going to be a good pro, and he shows that at Kentucky, and then and then what?
4: Yeah, and then you lose. You think that, about that you're BJ
3: Boston, and you're get picked. Yeah, 50 I was about to of, say there's yeah.
4: always that guy. Even Patrick Baldwin this year. Like, yeah, if he would have got, been able to go straight from high school to the pros, he probably would have a higher NBA up like thought. People would think of him higher. Or if than, he sat out,
3: if he just sat yeah. out the whole year, people would be like. It's, it's a lottery yeah. pick. He's huge. He can shoot. This is great. Yeah.
4: Yep. No. Good choice, Shaden. But there is the right playoff choice? basketball. Oh, it's some good ones. It's there are it, some good this ones. first round. It's
1: this been set so first round game What's your favorite series amazing. so far? I don't know. I They're all pretty fun in their own
3: way. I've I have outrageously enjoyed this Mavericks Jazz Series. Yeah. Just because it's... Essentially, the the Mavericks role players beating the full strength Jazz. Yeah, (laughs) where it's just like
1: this This is this is this is everything everyone says about the Jazz all
3: year long. It's crumbling every year. I mean, I sat down, I did like my own bracket, and I sat and looked at that one for a long time because I'm like, the Jazz on paper are so much better than the Mavericks, Mm -hmm. but there's just something you just like. I just didn't. I couldn't. I couldn't write Utah on it. Like I just couldn't do it.
4: So I haven't watched. Any of that series, because I genuinely have a disdain for the Jazz.
3: Yeah. It's actually a great series to watch if because you, you have a Perfect. disdain for the Jazz. And it's
4: always the one that's like playing simultaneously on NBA TV. Yes, yes. I, for me, I, and I'm just pulling for the Grizzlies for a lot of reasons. Uh, and so that's the series I've been watching, which last night Holy smokes. most definitely paid off. Man. Yeah. The Timberwolves came out on fire and then completely fell apart in the fourth quarter and the grizzlies won by 10 after being down 26. Yeah. Uh the wolves are going to be the wolves. Carl Anthony Towns had four but we'll save that for a little bit later. Or, four You can shots. hit my
1: go ahead hit Tay Johnson right now.
5: Tay back to it bigger in the three. Cuz
1: we've
4: already talked about.
5: Tayshaun's back to it bigger and three.
1: Carl Anthony Towns sucks. I would be so (laughs) mad if I was a Minnesota fan. I would be. Uh, There was a. okay uh, In the fourth quarter, when Towns was going to take a three pump faked, defender was in his face. So he travels. Right. They go straight to a Minnesota fan and he looks so sad. They're not even mad or angry. He's just so depressed and sad. And that is the Towns experience when games have mattered with him Mm -hmm. and it's been so long he took four shots last night took four shots that's like the the guy that the wolves have been building around for the last six years now he took four shots russell westbrook would have had 30 he took four shots you know who took more shots than him
3: jared vander everybody else
1: (laughs) nazir reed took one more shot than him in ten minutes of play, I love Nas. I'm a
3: big Nas Reid guy.
1: You know who else played in this game? Greg Monroe played six seconds in this game.
3: Took more shots. <laughs> he took eighty <laughs> shots. <That's wild>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, uh, Russell took twenty-one shots. Here's a stat for you: four times five doesn't even equal twenty-one.
3: Wow, that's that's math.
1: That's called a stat. It's called straight math. Uh, Anthony Edwards took 13 shots. He needs to get more shots off in 40 minutes. Yeah. Why are the Wolves, why are the two best players on the Wolves not taking freaking shots? Anthony yeah. Edwards plus, Jack, plus Towns field goal attempts. Here's another stat does not equal <laughs> D'Angelo Russell's field goal attempts. That's insane. That yeah. is insane. That's a Especially problem. Especially in a game when they are up so big and then Memphis is coming back. Get the ball to Towns and Edwards
3: and well, have them do some stuff. They just let stuff. go of the rope like completely. They like, did. They, they lost and physicality within the game. They lost everything.
4: Carl Anthony Towns was also out on the bench for a large part of that because of foul trouble, him and yeah. Jaron Jackson Jr. So Chris Finch after the game, because somebody asked him that, like, why in the world would Kat only have four shots? And Chris Finch immediately blamed or, or gave credit to the defense of Memphis where, like, they're just swarming him all across the – for me, I'm yeah. like, that's a weak excuse. So weak. Do you think he's the first – Player that has been the focal point of a defense.
3: <laughs> yeah, Dirk Navinsky only averaged three points a game in the playoffs. Right. Yeah,
1: they double. Jokic, look at Jokic. Look what Golden <coughs> State's doing exactly. to Jokic every single play. Exactly. Jokic gets the ball, double team every time. The and thing is, that getting you points. can
3: run another
4: action after and the first try. Right, yeah. yeah. And I think the other thing that's for Carl Anthony Towns, the thing that is the craziest about that is he's the possibly, if not the best shooting big man there's yeah. ever been he won the three-point contest so yeah. minimally okay so they're swarming him down low so we can't get easy looks at the basket use him to spread the floor yes yeah, yeah. yeah and then get Pick edwards to move toward the basket like it's it, crazy
1: and he was three of four it's not like he missed all four shots yeah i would rather have been if i was a timberwolves fan i'd rather his stat line be like three
4: of twelve that picture or 15. So, but that that picture yeah, so I have sad. this picture to show you. It's so sad. Of this guy. <laughs> Everything that Cat has done tells us, like his whole career, is that if he had 12 shots, more than likely he's going to shoot 50% on those. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. that's the thing is you just have to figure it out. It's not an excuse to say that they're defending it well. Yeah. Let alone the fact that they're defending it. Like Jaron Jackson Jr. is a good defender. He's, mm-hmm. he's obviously a good rim protector. Brandon Clark is the other guy they're using a lot on him. and then they are. But he should be able to do more against the guys. It's not like he's new to this team. He's been there <laughs> the whole time. It's like you
1: should know how to use Cat in all these different situations. In yeah, towns, of, you some should of that's also on him. know how to do I think all of it is on There's an aggressiveness that
4: he lacks as far as getting yeah. his own shot. I think you'll see it in game four. I don't think it'll matter. I think the, the Grizzlies will yeah they're so demoralized there's no way you leave that game and you're like all right we'll see in game four like nope they're going to come out flat yeah i mean that video of him saying
1: like they're in minnesota now they're in our house now yes that's great and then he what just doesn't
4: take shots what kind of leader is that listen to this he's He's not the leader He's not Pat Bev's a leader. Which every team that Pat (laughs) Bev's been a part of, that he's been the leader, even though he's what fifth best player on their team, it just doesn't work like
3: that. Yeah, when he's bringing the ball up the court, when it's Pat Bev bringing the ball up the court, you just to me, you just know that there's a problem. Like he needs, he needs to be the wing spacer too. Yeah, that's what his skill is. It's not being a point guard. Like why are you letting Pat Bev initiate the offense? Like that, that also killed me because that happened a lot last night. Oh yeah,
1: he was taking a lot of like. Relief
4: shots too for that team. Listen,
3: during, during that third quarter run, they took some of the dumbest shots.
4: Just some of well, the they also dumbest. started missing everything too. Like Anthony Edwards had a few wide open threes that he didn't hit. Beasley too. Yeah, was yeah. Beasley. Beasley was like they, it they went just, on like they a twenty
5: one nothing run. Yeah, I think
1: yeah. yeah, it was what the Memphis outscored them forty seven to thirteen or something in the fourth quarter.
3: So, let me find it because um, here,
1: while you're looking at that, listen to this. Uh, this is from StatMuse, which. Whatever about that account, but this is interesting. <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns hasn't scored since uh, 6 minutes and 49 seconds left in the first quarter. Then the next time he made a shot was 3 minutes and 36 seconds into the fourth quarter. That's 38 game time minutes. That's between,
3: unbelievable. That's, and it's, my guy John K., John Krasinski from The Office, that guy. Um, the wolves, <laughs> the wolves were up twenty five with three minutes to go in the third. Memphis closed the game fifty to thirteen. Fifty to
4: thirteen. That's demor- that is that's which the thing about it is that's we knew ending. the Grizzlies have that in them, right? Yeah, yeah, and definitely. they do that. In- and one of the things that you constantly hear about the Grizzlies is they struggle in half court. They. Benched Adams, yeah, which is wild. We <laughs> I didn't even talk about that, and I Shout out imagine to it feels on great. That one. Yeah, probably smart, uh, very smart. Although it didn't really work well for their starting unit in both the first and second half, but it eventually towards the end it really worked. Yeah, yeah. so but doing that and, and watching this Grizzlies team, like one of the things that they did is they started getting and Desmond Bain, man, he was awesome. He's got a wild. I mean, his. I can't get over how small he's, his arms are. Mm-hmm. But he just shoots with unbelievable confidence. And they were getting him where the defense wasn't able to set up. Mm-hmm. So they were. it wasn't necessarily transition, but it was definitely one of those things where it was early enough in the shot clock. And yeah. he, when he started hitting, it was like, and eh, it's going to be. And old. that's just yeah. a
1: dude that needs like no space to get a shot off. Too. None. Because yeah. yeah.
4: he's got tiny arms.
1: But they're very big. They it's like all his big. arm length goes to his bicep.
4: Yes, he is. Anyway, but he's uh, <laughs> he's awesome. Dylan Brooks wasn't great and mm-hmm. hasn't been great, which I, I was always kind of a Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks has a very Russell Westbrook-like demeanor about himself. Like, I've always thought that about Dylan Brooks. Yeah, I kind of feel like he point. hit he that like huge three, three and fourth. He but did. But before that, yeah, he was yeah, kind of eh.
3: He was not good. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: That oh my god that three came right after Towns traveled to uh, with like a minute that and travel where
3: he it was the up and down yes, travel where yes he's like, oh man. I mean
4: he's done that a thousand times though normally he just keeps that foot down but yeah. apparently he did not that time that and was then his like, complaining Cat's like, complaining is makes me the maybe most uncomfortable in the league because he's like and here's the deal like I actually have historically liked Cat and you know we've the yeah. Thunder have played him so many times yeah. And he normally destroys us, right? Yeah, like almost always. And uh, but man, that was not his. This has not been a series that is really well. Really, from the beginning, that Clippers game, he
3: mm-hmm. was
4: non-existent in that game.
3: Yeah, he fouled out.
4: Yeah, and but even before that, he was just yeah. they just shut him down. Yeah, and, and so apparently the Grizz took that blueprint and were like, "All right, good luck." Would you so, trade?
3: Would you trade him for Siakam?
4: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah.
3: Do you think do you think oh, the Raptors would do that?
1: I don't know, but if you're the Wolves, that would be way better.
3: Even though he's old,
1: uh, it doesn't matter. Okay.
4: Yeah, and then you could use Nas Reed, I guess, more.
1: Yeah, you're big. Do you think Siakam is okay? This is a bad question. That's
3: no, I don't think question. they would. I don't think the Raptors would do that. I'm just trying to think of like what what trade would make sense for Towns.
1: I don't think they move him. I think they probably should though.
3: Yeah, if you could get something really good, I'd I'd build around Ant and somebody
1: yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. Let's transition a, let's it because I, feel, I felt the same included. way
3: about the Jazz last night. When yeah. you watch the Jazz without Rudy, like the paint opened up. Donovan Mitchell was able to get where he needed to go on the court. And you just think if you were able to distribute that talent in a different way. Mm-hmm. Maybe things would be a little bit And different.
1: defensively, too. They kept talking about Rudy Gobert's back on the court. So and their defense has really been locking down the Mavs. And they just adjust the way that their
4: guards are playing. Without, without question. question.
3: And then they and they, easily score. And then they pulled him again. And yeah. then they pulled Rudy how
4: many, again. how many times have we watched Rudy Gobert? Now, here's the deal. As far as a shot blocker, rim protector, he's the best in the league still. Yeah. He's
3: the best, yeah, best drop big in the league. It, Easy.
4: But that is not something that really has sustained in the playoffs. Like it doesn't matter. Because if you can get matter. to the if you can get to uh, any sort of floater, mid-range shot, Chris Paul just embarrasses Rudy Gobert every time they yeah. play. Yeah. And yeah. so they know what to do. Like, yeah. hey, you can if you attack and then draw back to where he's out of position, and and you can shoot the mid-range. It's why, it's why OKC could not yeah. punish Gobert. Mm-hmm. Who are the who are the centers that actually matter
1: in the playoffs that like really perform and need to be there the whole game. It's like Embiid, Jokic, maybe DeAndre Ayton, depending on the situation. Ayton.
3: Yeah, I would say Ayton. But he functions well within their team. Right. Like, he fits their team. If, if you threw Gobert on the Suns instead of Ayton, mm-hmm. we'd be having the same conversation and,
1: about Aiden him. And Ayton can pick and pop. He can do all sorts of stuff with whatever guard yeah, he's he's a, he's a far
4: more versatile offensive player. And that's what you have to have at the big position. That's why it's like you look at guys like Chet versus... I don't know, what's the Durin. guy from Auburn or Durin or yeah. Walker Kessler? Yeah, Walker, yeah. yeah. And then Williams from Duke, where it's like, those guys are spot guys. You can't, yeah if you're trying to base your entire, you, just get ready for smaller lineups, because you have to have a diversified offensive game. Yeah. That's what makes him beat incredible. He hit a stupid three-pointer to win the game against Toronto in so overtime, fun. right? Like, yeah, that's Jokic ridiculous. can do everything. He can so run your fun. point. He can play your high post. He can play your low post. He, you know, it's like... You have to have that because Gobert is just showing, and and, which leads to the question, like, what opportunity is out there? I know people have always talked about how he'd fit with the Hornets. That's the one that people keep going back to, and that's because the Hornets have historically never had a big that mattered. Mm -hmm. But what's the market for Gobert this offseason if they try to move him? What about Gobert for Towns? I don't know, man. I watched them last night. They don't have – they need to get more shooting if you add Gobert, but – or the or Jazz would they, love that, I think. Or
1: what, if they play Gobert, yeah. like, okay, yeah, you can come here, but sometimes we're going to play you 10 minutes. Yeah,
4: what game. they did was see like what Steven Adams had to have. Like, yeah, yeah. Which, Gobert's not going to handle that. Has he shown anything no. in his career to make you think he has the self-awareness to be able to say? He, he, he's part of why the Jazz locker room is falling apart.
1: That's what I was going to say. Like, Are the Jazz going to lose Donovan Mitchell because of Gobert?
3: I think the Jazz are... I, th- I think that Danny Ainge is going to just completely pull apart this team this summer
4: well and then david thorpe i don't know if you heard this i think it was on zach lowe's podcast where he had mentioned that like there's an understood pretty much from everybody that quinn snyder is going to leave this offseason i'm like is that
3: where did i san antonio dang
4: oh really what would make sense i actually think san antonio might make sense for gobert just because i don't know i think about the international and the french connection and all those different things which is also a movie i think right it is yeah a lovely one anyway a lovely one I don't know. I don't know what you do with that team. You, everything you do is Donovan Mitchell. All right, so let's reset this. And you have some pieces. I don't know what their draft capital is going forward. Uh, but that is a team. I don't know what they would have that OKC would want, per se. But it is a team. Like, if they're trying to amass some sort of assets to recreate the team. And Sam has worked with Danny Ainge before. Mm-hmm. Like, that could be a team where, if, I don't, and I don't, I, like I said, I don't know what you would want from them but for a draft pick that they could use to get somebody that fits better. or I don't know. That's just a team that might have some availabilities for trade partnerships this offseason. So
3: Outrageous hypothetical. Sam Presti calls us into his office and he says, Perfect. Hey guys, listen, I'm going to make a trade this summer. It's going to be for Towns or Gobert. <laughs> I have all the assets for them. You have to decide which one. Cause I can't, I can't, I can't figure it out.
1: He can't decide. He needs
3: I us. I, I don't know. Trust. Who Who do you guys want? We need you guys to decide. And disclaimer, this is not going to happen. The Thunder are not going to make a trade for any for either one of these guys this summer. Even if both are available, people are going to be going wild on Twitter about it. Don't be the person going wild on Twitter about it because it's not going to happen. However, hypothetical. Still in play. Towns. You, we have to
1: pick
5: one. Yeah, probably Towns. Just the, the skill go, go set. there. Give me your Gobert argument. Because I just feel like we have always needed a really good center that we like can play. Because we have things where we like, can't play Perkins, can't, you know. And so, can't play Cantor, can't play, we needed one that's really good. That's why.
3: Mm. Him. But wouldn't you want Towns as the offensive player? Like the guy that can space?
1: No. Yeah. No. 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 Also, I feel like we just made the argument for why you
5: can't play Gobert. Oh I'm ready. We can. We can. Oh we they can they can't. can't. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah.
3: I would I I guess I would say towns. Just but that video from last night, I'm just done. I'm over yeah, it. it. It's pretty I'm, bad.
1: That's did you see his stuff like throughout the year too? He has some streaming channel.
3: Yeah, it's he's he is uh he's he's very, very corny. And he
1: is very corny. He's clearly tried to be more of that like alpha guy since the Jimmy Butler. thing He's not happened. him. It's yeah. so fake.
4: you can't change who you are. Like yeah. ultimately, like he is who he is. And yeah, but that's okay if you go to a team that has a clear organizational like culture that doesn't mm-hmm. depend upon him. Yeah, it's it's hard. Like you don't know what towns would. This is I've had this argument with anybody that goes to the Kings where it's like, yeah. thank, Tyrese Halliburton should be thankful. I can't believe he was. Sad that he left Sacramento because mm-hmm. how many times have you seen a guy that goes to an organization that's dysfunctional, mm-hmm. unhealthy, and they never can be what they potentially could have been, right? Mm-hmm. That's why for me, is I'm like, if Carl Anthony Towns is drafted by, you know, insert whatever other team, if he's drafted by Portland or if he's drafted by San Antonio, mm-hmm. I don't know if we have the same conversation about him. Yeah. And the thing about Oklahoma City that would be encouraging, and it's not going to happen, just clarifying, Carl Anthony Towns is not coming to the Thunder, is what is he at that point the third leader on the team? Behind Shea, Giddy. You
3: probably put him behind Shay, that number two. Yeah.
4: And I like know. I don't know I think Giddy may ultimately be one of the more vocal leaders on the team.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Ken Rich. But another guy right. that yeah. Another guy, Jay, that went to Polka. a <laughs> dysfunctional team Definitely not Poku. never lived up 100% he, not Poku not Poku is Wiggins and now that Wiggins is on Golden State mm-hmm. I was watching that game last night and mm-hmm. just thinking like that I respect that player so much more now yeah. on Golden State I mean State. he's an all-star
4: starter
0: yeah <laughs> that's true he, but the, the, even the but like that, he's making
1: these but, plays that are
3: they just make so much more sense that's the point like
0: that coaching like, coaching that's, coaching yeah. culture
4: the yeah. but the other thing about Wiggins is the fact that he transitioned away from being the guy Yes. He wasn't the guy. He never was the guy. Like we figured that out pretty early on in his career in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And then they had to pay him like the guy because this is what happens with the guys you draft that are the number 1 pick or the guy you get traded. Yeah. He's just not the guy. And yeah. when he went and now he's what the 4th, 5th best player, uh, they're so freaking So if you young. had to trade All of if sudden, you had to trade Jordan Poole or or Wiggins, which one would you trade? Williams. Wiggins. Right. Oh my god. Clay, maybe Clay. I know he's the injury is such a big deal, but yeah. Clay's he's Clay. just such a nice luxury. And obviously, to Steph and Steph and Draymond, you yeah, do, But
1: like Clay now has gotten to the point with that team that anything Clay gives them is just, just bonus. Yeah. Now you
4: you
3: almost just like out of legacy alone can't trade him. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can't.
4: So I'm going to ask a question to all of you guys, just since we're talking about the playoffs. So if you look in the first round so far, everybody that's played, how they've played. Has your, like the Suns, Devin Booker's injured. Mm -hmm. They lost game two to the Pelicans. I think they'll Mm -hmm. rebound tonight, uh, and I think they'll beat the Pelicans. But if you kind of were going to reseed your opinion on what the future of this playoffs looks like, Mm. is anybody kind of elevated themselves by the way they have played in this first round? That makes you think, man. Maybe with somebody else's injuries, plus their way they're playing, like because I think about that with the Warriors. I'm like, mm-hmm. the Warriors may have become the favorite in the West, and yeah. and we kind of said
1: that like the Warriors. It wouldn't be crazy shocking if they ended up in the finals.
3: Yeah, no, I, it would not be. That's who. That's who my wife.
1: My picked. wife. That's who my really? Wife. Your wife picked Golden State. We, so is there yeah. anybody
4: else? Like, what about Boston? Yeah, but but, but was, we, we said people that had a high, too. Yeah, people had a high uh, opinion of Boston.
3: Yeah, Boston's great. Dallas is one that now with Booker, gonna mm-hmm. be out for a little while. Yeah, Luka's gonna come back in this series against the Jazz, and they're gonna they're gonna beat the Jazz.
5: Yeah,
3: and they're gonna he's gonna be rested. Yeah, before this next series because this Pelican series, like the Pelicans, could get one more from them. Like I would be surprised if Utah got
4: one more. You know. I th- the it's, good thing about a longer series for Phoenix, because if they win it in six, it goes another week. Devin Booker's got one more week. You know, like it does good, create yeah. some space yeah. for him to make it maybe does. Get right. It does. But, but man, then, a lingering hamstring. It's say. the same thing with Luka. Like a lingering calf strain. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing that Dallas is seeing is, you know what? Like we can beat the Jazz without Luka. Like don't even mm-hmm. play him. Mm-hmm. Even if he's well, which apparently he's getting close because he's doing warmups and he's... You Know close, bring him off the bench and yeah. like almost don't, like do don't you even play
3: him? Do you need him? It, no, like if they're but if they're down by 10 and like the yeah, third throw quarter them out or whatever, there, win the
4: game, move on. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. They'll be, be hilarious if they did that because I think this and, and the reason I bring that up is this is I don't remember a playoffs that had this much parody. No, I mean, yeah, even been look been at while. the East,
1: like how much do you believe in the 76ers right now? I believe in them way more than I did. <laughs> way more a week ago. Yeah, they really look very functional. Super and very... smart
4: people were picking the Raptors to win this series. Yeah, yeah. and now Which they're down. That 3-0. was that may have been a little. Oh,
3: people!
1: Now we're looking at it and we're like smart. Maybe we overthought the Raptors.
4: This one. Some of it's... Are, I mean, Scotty Barnes is gone. Yeah, but the Raptors are the NBA smart guy team. Yeah, yeah. and they probably should be right. Like Nick Nurse is that guy. The they're good. They're like that's a roster, good. It's yeah. a good basketball team. It's good. But another team that is, I mean, the one seed in
1: the East, the Heat. They're the one seed in the East, and nobody's had, paying attention. Had to them. terrible injuries all season, still got the one seed in the East. Yeah,
3: and they look good. Yeah, they're good. Also, the Hawks. Caca. Kakao. 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 I have a deep dive. Oh, hold hold on. On. I gotta, I gotta make yes. sure it's the right one. Oh man. Okay. This nope. is fine. No, this, is that fine? Yes. Okay.
5: He done Sam Presti gave gave his little speech the other day. His interview, two hours, three hours. Long. It was Not a long. movie. It's a movie.
3: The Sam Presti movie.
5: Longer mm-hmm. than someone tweeted was longer than the Batman. I don't two hours. It was two point. hours and thirteen yeah. minutes. It I sat think there the whole time. time. However, this is what I would tell you. He told a very nice story about the day of the Russell Westbrook trade. He's, you mm-hmm. know, in his feelings. He hears a ball dribbling. Mm-hmm. He goes and sees SGA late at night practicing. My position on this is that story is not true. Did not happen, at least to the <laughs> way he told it. I would like to try to convince you guys this. Listen. That is my plan. Okay. Interesting. One, I have photographical evidence. One. Shay. What? Shay posted a picture Mm -hmm. on July 12th, 2019. Mm -hmm. He's still in California. (gasps) He's still in California. Posted it to Instagram. Still in California. The caption, no savage. Okay? You're telling me. Oh wait. Maybe that's an old picture that he's just posted from the days before. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. second piece of information that tells me that that story is not true. Mm-hmm. July 12th, 2019, the mm-hmm. day of the Russell Westbrook trade is SGA's 21st birthday. Mm. Oh, yeah. there is a, no way he is that it won. He's not having his birthday party in California where he lives where all his friends are and where his family is. Second, he is not going to be practicing late at night on his 21st birthday where he has places to be, things to do. Wow. That story is not true. Have I convinced you? Yes, you convinced me. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I'm kind of in now. Yeah, I don't think it's true. I don't think it's... Here's my only thing I would say is it doesn't have to be in... That could be a story it that feels existed. True. No, it could be a story that existed, just not oh, yes, tied I to agree. the Russell Westbrook. I
5: don't think it happened on that yeah. date. Yeah, I think it happened the week. It after. seems almost
4: impossible that it would happen on that date. It's
5: just, it's just like too cute by half. Like if you would have left out one piece of information, mm-hmm. like oh, it was that week, and I heard that I was still feeling, you know, let down by it, and it happened, <laughs> I right. would believe it. But this the way he told it, I was like.
4: That's not true.
3: Yeah, this is incredible, man. This is, oh, this is your best. This is, this is your is best a deep dive. checks out too. I see ever.
4: Andrew over here trying to fact and check. I You, you are correct. Sure. Here's are what I right. did. You're right. It's
5: all I right. went back and looked at the Thunder's tweets yeah. from that from that time period. Yeah. SGA's tweets from that time period. No reference. No reference to him already being there. Yeah. Mm. And, um, I don't think it happened. If it did
3: happen. Do you feel better or worse about Shay that he's on his 21st birthday
5: dribbling a basketball? Worse. Weird behavior. I don't like that. Worse no, out. I don't want that. No. Weird behavior. No. Weirdo. <laughs> Psycho behavior. So, okay. there it is. Didn't happen. Wow. Break, that was Breaking good.
3: news. That was really good. I know. All wow. right. We'll, uh We'll be right back after this quick break. And we're back <laughs> after that quick break.
4: If he can lie about that, what about else can? What else, lie else is he lying what what about? What else
3: is he lying about? Now it's time for some Twitter questions. Nope. Yeah, I was like, "When's it coming in?" Sorry. Now it's
5: time for some Twitter questions. Twitter questions. Got questions and you have them on Twitter. <laughs> now we answer them for you. This is Twitter Questions. Now let's get down to it. I
1: I cannot get over how you stumbled into the end of that because it no, does not make sense. It's like know. there's an extra measure in that song.
3: It was great. Um, funny story. My kids come into my office all the time and put headphones on and listen to all the drops. They just love to come in here and they get on the mic and they're just messing around. They can all sing that song. <laughs> yeah. They all know the Twitter Question song. They were both Asher and Archie were in the back seat of the car the other day singing the Twitter Question song. That's awesome. Yeah, it
5: it, really funny. Uh, it's
3: very catchy.
1: I I heard it, it
5: twice and I knew the song. It's Great a job, good, Luke. It's a,
3: it was it was a God thing, like God Luke thing. said last week.
5: Came. <laughs> just came to me. (laughs) Um, Let's do our first Twitter question. It comes from Tank for Banchero, who says, with Shaden Sharp declaring, does it make you guys feel any better if we fall to six or seven again?
3: Yeah, I mean, a a deeper draft class is better for a team that is terrified it's going to (laughs) fall in the draft. No, no, no.
4: not terrified. Certain. Certain. (laughs) Certain. Yeah.
3: Yeah, because if you wind up at six or seven you're probably going to get one of AJ Griffin or Shaden Sharp. And it's a
4: not as awful consolation prize.
3: Yeah, it's not horrible. It's not what you want. It's not the level of player that you want, but you but those kind of players certainly fit a need with the Thunder. Shaden, to me Shaden less than AJ Griffin. I feel like AJ Griffin's style of play fits the Thunder way better. Shaden is I I from what I've seen and what I've read I'm I'm not sure how well he fits with this current crew of players, or how many like we're McKellie and I are doing the Thunder After Dark NBA Draft series, and like part of what we're doing is like how many Thunder boxes does Shade and like do the, each player check? And I need to I need to do an L-Man style deep dive but how, to see how many the boxes hard part about Shade Jarvis.
4: How do you do that by looking at high school film?
3: It's more I, th- I think it's more of talking to people. Yeah, that have, know him that know his game cuz cuz with every other person like i've got film on everybody f- for days but with shaden you don't like you... You can watch his YouTube highlights, but like honestly, I, try, those... yeah, I
4: did last night for a minute, and I was like, "This does nothing." For wow, he can dunk the ball. That's here's great.
3: all of here's all of his good plays. Like, yes. I want to see his bad. I want to yeah, see I mean... like, well, how does what does he do to mess up? Like, how does how is he not good? Like, where are his weaknesses?
4: Well, and I have plenty of opinions about AAU ball, but I don't know. It's hard to get a real good gauge on. Like, does he take plays off? Does he? What's his effort level yeah. on defense? Right. And... And that's what, like, one of the things that is also a good reminder about the draft process and Sam did talk about this, which whether or not it's true, who knows. Mm. Uh, but when Wiggins came and interviewed here last offseason, when he was just, like, blown away. It was in Chicago. Yeah, in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And just blown away by his, just the way he answered those questions. Like, it is more, for a guy like Shaden Sharp, any of the questions that we have about him, you know, it's the way he handled this whole transition thing has been weird and uh you know is that an indicator of a character or who knows I don't know but they're asking they don't just the good thing is Sam Presti doesn't evaluate talent based on YouTube highlights (laughs) right they're gonna go and meet this guy they're gonna watch everything they're gonna talk to everybody they're gonna have
3: him work out they're gonna without question
4: all of those things and so that's it it's this is why you have to just trust their informed decision-making, right? Yeah. Versus, versus like, well, we really like Shaden because he's tall and he's long and he can potentially shoot. And he's Canadian. Yeah, and he's Canadian. Yeah. So anybody on that list that you are, I know you're doing this and I don't want to spoil anything for for people who are subscribing or should subscribe to the no, Dream no. Team. But
3: no, no, no.
4: But anybody that is rising in your own personal board or I'm not that falling? Far. I'm not that far okay. yet.
3: Like I've watched... I've watched all these guys some, but I haven't watched all of them in like detail yet. So, we'll get there.
4: You're a big Keegan Murray guy?
3: <laughs> big Keegan guy. I like guys named Keegan.
4: Keegan's a fun name. I got a I got a friend that's named Keegan. Congratulations. Really? a great guy, man. That's his last name. Uh, that's Murray. a great question. Myers. Took me a second. Sorry. Yeah. Keegan Keeganson. Yep.
1: Hey, hey, guys,
5: Keagle. let's move on to our next Twitter question. It hey, comes do, from,
3: the, do the top one. Do the one that's at the top. I did. The one that's above Tayshawn's factoid. Oh.
5: oh, it comes from uh, I Am Kev, Kevbot. Sorry, I didn't see it. Who says, Can you rank the Thunder roster in terms of trade potential? Obviously, oh. it would probably would never trade SGA or Giddy, but I'm curious what you think other teams value our guys at in case of a trade up scenario. Who's next in line, Dort?
3: Yeah, so it's probably it's Shea, mm-hmm. it's Josh, it's this year's draft pick mm-hmm. is next. <laughs> it's the Clippers' pick next. It's uh Rockets' pick next. Um, <laughs> then probably Dort. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: right. Three, three, um, three opportunities come before Dort.
3: What about Trey, man? Trey, man.
1: I don't know if if there's enough there to to match his actual value yet. Does that make yeah. sense?
4: He's still yeah. unknown enough. Yeah. Even though the potential of what we saw is like, ooh, mm-hmm. this could be great.
1: Yeah.
4: Now do other teams feel that way about him? Right. That's as a Thunder fan we Probably feel that not. way.
3: I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he was taken 18th in the draft
4: and yeah. that was According to most people who we trust with the draft like those, still a little bit higher of a reach. Than, yeah the however 20, he's 327. he's
3: proven the things that oh yeah that people would want to see and the thing is like every NBA team has like a body of work on Trey since he was probably 16 years old sickos so <laughs> so you um, you have to factor that in too. but I, I if well, you had to trade if you if you had to trade one, Trey or Dort, who would it be?
5: Oh God!
3: <laughs> See this—it's a tough question b- because I don't. I'm just it, more excited about man
4: at this point. It's the unknown. I mean, it's not fair. Like, the, it's just—it's also the skill how good set Dort too. Is. It's not. An,
3: it, <sighs> people forget that Lou Dort averaged 17 points per game this year.
1: Oh, definitely. And also, people forget he scored 30 in a game seven
3: of a playoff
4: game. Yeah, as well, a rookie. Yeah, well, that's insane. It, and he's Unsigned gotten, free agent and, rookie or and undrafted he's got, free agent. He's gotten
3: out. way better since then too because the yeah. only reason he scored 30 is because he he him. will take open shots. Yeah, Like, Dort will take open shots. And they left him wide open. They're like, Lou Dort, God bless you if you beat us. You yeah. know? But he didn't. And,
1: you know. I love Dort, though. I do think we've... I do think there's part of us that has like kind of moved on or gotten bored by Dort.
3: Yes. I think that's I think that's right. I would say Dort over Trey. Yeah. Just because I think that you you think about this year's playoffs. You could plug Lou Dort on every single team in this playoffs. Totally. Yeah. Like the would Trey play on any playoff team?
1: That's a good question. Like would
3: any team bring him on right now and say, Hey, we need you to play 15 minutes like I just feel like the answer is no
1: you know what team does make me like Trey man in my head fits on the maps but I think it's because the maps always have that guy I was gonna
3: say he's he is kind of a Mav. yeah
4: I'm sure the bucks would take him now
3: yeah but would they play him I just don't know I don't know they played Bryn Forbes
4: yeah
3: huh they played Bryn Forbes well
4: Middleton Middleton. I know
3: but like he's a vet yeah he's out at least for games three and four probably longer yeah, that's a game I don't know. changer for the playoffs. By the way, it's a big one. It's a big one. Listen to uh, Slam Jam tomorrow. Uh, Nakia's Duncan from BasketballNews.com dot com is going to come on and discuss all Ooh. this
5: things. Should be fun. Hey guys, let's move on to our next Twitter. Did we answer that whole question? question. I felt like we did. I
3: think we kind of. Yeah, were who, trying who not who to
4: trade rank. People, is
3: there anybody else that has no. that would have value? Kenrich, Kenrich for sure. Yeah, Kenrich, and
4: probably Mascala.
3: Yeah, what that value a, is, I would say. Yeah. yeah, you could get but maybe a late first for Kenrich. You could get a second for Mascola.
1: Okay, then let's. This is a good opportunity to talk about Poku. How much value does Poku have on the trade market?
3: It's not a lot. I wouldn't say none. He's not going to
4: get you a draft pick.
3: What team is he playing on? I don't know. None. I don't know what. I don't know what other teams think about about him. I'm not saying you're going to get. A I bit. can't
4: imagine that they think much differently than most of us. Where it's like, well, there's something there. Yeah, who knows if it'll ever be but it's discovered.
1: Like, unless you're the team that drafts him, why would you why would you uh put that much into his development? Well, so yeah.
4: one of the things to at least be fair about in that evaluation is the fact that Oklahoma City was not the only team that was going to potentially draft Poku in the top 20. Yeah, right. they
3: wouldn't have traded up, you know.
4: So,
1: but you don't trade for a guy like you draft a guy like that. But mm. I don't feel like you trade for a guy like that. No. Yeah, you waited. You
3: waited out. Yeah. You see if if maybe after his fourth year is done, and then you can yeah give it a whirl. Yeah. Yeah. You don't you don't trade for him. I agree with that. And everybody else is just like there's like interesting guys on the team, but there's nobody with real value. I mean, like V Creci and Roby and Ty Jerome and even like maybe Aaron Wiggins is a guy that could get you a second. 'cause he's kind of an interesting wing, but probably not, mm. I mean Jeremiah,
4: yeah, it's too early for guys like that. It feels like, yeah, and with j r e is he was injured for such a large part of the season, where I think people forget about him too, although n b a teams aren't yeah. gonna do that, like, hey, we know who this guy is. it's just gonna be,
1: yeah, he it's gonna be games.
4: at least interesting to see.
1: How many of these players we've talked about the last two years are just not going to matter at all? Well, and and not going to be on people. the team. Yeah, there, you know? it's just not even going to be. We're going to realize, man, we probably spent way too much time talking. They don't about the have spot. any roster spots yep.
3: for yep. a lot of these guys. Yeah, we're going to. I mean, if they draft four guys, four of the guys that we've talked about all season are just going to be, pff,
4: yeah, gone. Well, and the thing about as I'm processing this question is the thing about Wiggins and JRE is every team had a chance to draft them so did they do enough in this season to make them passing up on them in the draft something that they wish they didn't does that make sense yeah like they've all been evaluated yeah. they've evaluated all of these guys mm-hmm. now did they perform on the nba level better than they were evaluated to i think wiggins we would definitely say that is an unknown i think early on we were all pretty excited about what he did and what he brought Mm -hmm. uh and i still would land i i like both of those guys actually i like all four of the guys they drafted last year um but i don't know i don't know if i think it's too early for any of them to have really any sort of trade value Mm
3: -hmm. yeah they didn't i think you're right they didn't do enough Mm -hmm. and it's and it's also it's it's early but it's not too early to to up your trade value from where you were drafted. Like Herb Jones, yeah. if they put Herb mm-hmm. Jones right. out oh, there, question. he would get a first-round pick
4: yeah. right now. Yeah. So, But you have to show something you have to different be, than where you were, right? Like, right. right.
3: I think that people would say, like, yeah, 30-second pick was just fine for, for
4: Jeremiah. And I think the distinction as well is the fact that Herb Jones is doing it in a lot of games that significantly matter. Right. right? Versus, I think we've talked about it. Is this good stats, bad team kind of guys and and could that be what Wiggins was j r e like yeah, I, you I don't know' at least I think people at least are gonna evaluate it through that lens,
5: yeah, I think that's right. Hey, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Bangelope, who says she's going to the zoo today for her daughter's field trip. It reminds her of when she was little and got to sleep over at the Phoenix Zoo when she was small. What's your favorite field trip you ever took? Let's Easily,
3: my favorite field trip was in college when we went on that charter bus for, what was that class called? Was it
5: geography or Geology. I don't know. Are we talking about the same one?
3: Yeah, yeah. Where we went all over the state of Oklahoma. <laughs> yes. On a charter bus uh-huh. and went to we we left at like six a.m. and didn't get back to Stillwater until like seven or eight o'clock yeah. at night. But we went to like the mountains in Oklahoma, yeah. the desert in Oklahoma, the caves in Oklahoma. Yeah. It was easily the most fun field trip ever. And the,
5: the best part of that was. Someone filled out all the answers because you're there the whole day having to fill out this thing that you get a grade for, and so yeah. just pass back thing that just had all the answers on them and pass it back. And they were just like, duh, 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 duh. Yeah, amazing! It's great, it was wonderful. I don't, I remember it being fun, but I don't remember anything about it. You don't, <laughs> no, it's very really. fun. I remember
3: Robert, it being fun. Robbie Spencer was there. Who else was on See, that?
5: See the thing I'm afraid about this is I think there were two separate trips and you went on the first and I, I went on the second. Robbie and I went on the and first one. everyone yeah, was yeah, on yeah. the first and yes. no one was on the second with me yeah, and it was should, me and like no one. Yeah, pretty rude, I think Luke. that
3: is that's right. Yeah. Yes, and so I heard about right. how
5: fun it was from you guys. We, <laughs> we had <laughs> an awesome time. I think Robert Riggs
3: was there too. Yeah, yeah. yeah we had an amazing time. Yeah, all you of really you guys. That, yeah, Luke. you really missed Luke's that. favorite part was getting all the answers. Yeah. <laughs>
5: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just not. That was not mine. It was not my favorite one because all of you guys weren't there. What was I yours? Didn't have any friends? <laughs> um, I remember I stayed the night at the Omniplex once when I was really little. But I w- but I woke up in the middle of the night and didn't know where I was. It was oh, very scary. That's
3: a terrifying. Yeah. Place that was to not sleep. it.
5: In uh, middle school, I went on similar like Oklahoma trips to like Great Salt Plains and like caverns wherever those are. Yeah. That was really fun. There was no, there was like one teacher for like thirty kids, and it was like not very well supervised. Yeah, it was very fun. One of the kids drove the bus <laughs> from the middle school to like forgot his wallet, oh, and the guy yeah. was like, "Here are the key." The teacher was like, "Here are the keys," and yeah. the person took the bus, drove to his house, got his wallet, drove back. I was on the bus with him. They just let him. It was it was dangerous different times it man. was fun dangerous i was gonna
1: say like yeah, even was... this story that penny brings up, like there's no way kids are staying at the zoo anymore overnight or at omniplex or whatever like they do have that
5: for omniplex i think they do you can just make that mtv videos all night
3: you'd have to have wild so thing that's many, the only song you'd have to have a lot of volunteers <laughs> you'd have yeah. to have
5: you'd have to have at least one for every two kids
4: no, there's heard. actual ratios out there. It's like one for five, or yeah, one depending on age, it can be yeah. one. It can be one to. 10. Well, who's who's setting these ratios? Yes. Yeah. Well, there's a thing called safe sanctuary that we use at our with our CDO and oh. anyway. Oh. So and hmm. that made sanctuary. A, that could just be a Methodist thing, to be honest. But I know that there are schools have that too. Safe kids, yeah. safe kids. Yeah. So I don't remember a ton of. I mean, we did the stereotypical ones where we went to the Omniplex we went to or the Science Museum went to the zoo yeah but i don't i don't remember many of them we'd go to like pl- like ranches and stuff and play That's yeah all del rancho yeah del rancho and eat steaks <laughs> is good.
5: on that same on that same trip that i was talking about yeah. i bought this we stopped at like the gas station and all got candy and stuff uh-huh. and i got this candy that was like a jet like a red gel that was in a tube and you just squeezed it out and it was candy
3: juicy drop pop
5: i don't know what it was called but Juicy. what I did was I stuck it out the window and just squeezed it all out. <laughs> and if you've been in a bus and you do that, the air sucks it out, but the, all the windows are open. So it sucks it in. back in. Yeah. Yeah. And so I looked <laughs> behind me and there's this kid just going like, "Ooh!" And all of it went all over his head. Oh, no. Uh-huh. I had
3: a very similar situation happen on a road trip with my family. I... I was feeling really sick, and so I was just holding my spit in my mouth, just oh. pooling it in my mouth, and oh. I was going to spit it out the window. We're on the highway. I spit it out the window. It is. It is a, I don't know, nine ounces of spit. I spit it out. And my Nine sp-
1: ounces of spit? <laughs> <laughs> that
3: is a I, lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I spit it out, and it just immediately just don't out die. right yeah. back in all over my sister's face. Just... <laughs> Oh, and she's back there just...
5: Uh, that makes me want to throw <laughs> up. Yeah, it's bad. That's how, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. <laughs> that's how it goes. On those trips, I was so jealous of the of the guys that brought their Game Boys and Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> they got so much good Pokemon playing in.
3: Oh, all all right. right, let's go to our
5: next Twitter question. It comes from at Tyler K Field, who wants to know, draft
4: lotto party next month?
5: We will have one.
4: We're trying to iron down details, iron out details,
5: iron on details, iron, iron around through. Or let the iron go right through the okay. fabric. Whoa,
4: now that's hot. Are you, do you iron? Do
5: you iron?
3: I mean, you have to. I. It's one God. of my least favorite things. So to there do there ever. are
5: people that love to iron, you know.
4: Yeah, we bought a. Uh, yeah. I have a. I have a steamer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which Does it doesn't. It's not quite the same. It doesn't work like it you can. Want it it to work. can work out. It can work out some wrinkles, but it's yeah. not going to press it the way an iron can. Yeah,
3: yeah it's mm-hmm. not the same.
4: I just throw it in the uh, dryer. Doesn't work. Yeah, that it does works
1: sound. some. If it you put it you in wear. the dryer with a wet towel, it you works. Need the humidity. It just depends
4: what you're doing. Like if you need a pressed right, like right, button, that's true. you can't, dryer doesn't do or or it. Or like slacks. Slacks.
1: I'm trying to get that line. Yeah. Trying that to get that is line. line in
4: or out? It's out. Because it's, line, out. it's out. It's out. I definitely took. I took a pair of slacks for Easter to the dry cleaner and they pressed a line in. I was like, why? I do feel like for Easter attire line is in. I wore white pants on Easter. You got it. Did you really? Wow. Oh, that's the only time I wore them for one hour, put them right back on the hanger. And I was like, I will wear these again next Easter. <laughs> <laughs> I put if a, I, ruin them. I took him like a, I accidentally,
5: like I grabbed up all my clothes and took them to the dry cleaners. And I accidentally took a pair of like shorts, mm-hmm. like athletic shorts they press the line. and it. <laughs> 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 <It's> <laughs> the, it was the nicest pair of gym shorts I've ever put wow. on. Like, phenomenal. But uh, they'll do it if you, if you take it there. It's so. a very proper workout. I got to go. Uh, last question. June thirty, Yeah. Comes from at so dang close. Who says, since there's almost no way OKC uses all of their picks, what do you see being a more likely use of the Thunder draft chest? Moving up for a top three pick or waiting till competitive to go all in for a star.
3: The the beauty of the draft war chest is that you can do both. Mm -hmm. There's they have enough to be able to trade for a lot of players and move up in the draft. I mean, the hope you really hope they can move up in the draft. This year, if they don't get lucky, Ugh. I mean, the real hope is they get lucky. The second is that they have the ability to move up in the draft because it's not just dependent on how many picks you have. It's dependent on whether a team would want to trade the pick for multiple assets. And, like, not every year is that a thing. Last year, it wasn't a thing.
4: I think a sliver of hope in that is that this year it could be a thing. Because there's such a uncertainty about who values whom – I don't know which one is the correct use of whom Whom values whom Uh, those (laughs) top four picks. Like if Houston doesn't like Chet and they get number one. Yeah. Like, is there a chance that you could utilize some of that to move up, give them back their next, you know, the pick that they have. Mm -hmm. And that depends on how Oklahoma city values these guys. Like what's their big board look like. And so I think that it's just so unlikely in a majority of like, so, next year, if it's Wim Benyana, right? This guy that everybody is assuming is the number one draft pick. Uh, people aren't going to give that up for right for yeah, your anything. protected first round. Now, if you start getting wild and start unprotecting, but when does Sam ever do that?
3: It I mean, maybe you do that for one of those players where you just believe that we're going to be at least in the back half of the lottery, you know, if not you know, in the playoffs, if you, if you, I mean, even so, if whoever gets the number one pick next year, if you're like, Hey, we'll give you three unprotected first round picks and giddy for the number one pick, they might just say, I mean, they'll probably just say, no, like we're not going to do that. We're not going to trade the potential of, of a this generational
4: guy, guy for yeah. what could be three. Yeah. Number 15 picks or whatever. Yeah. Or worse.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's
4: like the Suns. Like I don't think. I mean, Sam wasn't. Uh, I'm assuming Sam isn't really counting on the Sun. Wasn't counting on the Suns pick being something. But I don't think he would foresee that it would be the last pick of the first round when he traded that. Yeah, I tried don't think Chris so. Ball for it. I don't think so. You know, you're maybe hoping it's in the 20s or 15. or the yeah, teens, was, but yeah, mm-hmm.
3: I was thinking like the 22nd pick or something like that.
4: But at the same time, you aren't planning for this year's Clippers pick to be 12. You just don't know. You don't know. You don't know what you don't know, Miffed?
3: Miffed, 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 and
1: peeved. I got so many bad looks from old ladies yesterday. I don't know mm. what the deal was yesterday, but there's a certain look or a, a two that old ladies give you when they're annoyed, you know, and they're almost kind of shocked. You know, they, looked at, they look at you like, I'm so shocked that you made me feel annoyed hmm. right now. Hmm. I was just terribly annoyed. I In the car, just old ladies looking at me weird. I don't know what the what deal was. What were you was. doing? What? I have no were idea. Were you wearing something weird? No, Are I was just wearing normal clothes. Really? I don't know what the deal was. Really? Old ladies were just hmm. something off their rocker yesterday. That
4: would be offensive?
1: It was anything. It was sticker? on the phone. It was in emails. It was out in the car. I don't know what my deal was, but I swear, if an old lady does that today, I'm going to really shock them. I'm going to punch him in the face. I'm going to give it to him. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our podcast. <laughs>